Yeah, we heard messages from stakeholders today here in Texas. They want to see us shut down the border or shut down the government. These were the the property rights act activists and, and also the sheriffs and local law enforcement from here in Texas, uh, a group curated by Speaker Johnson to deliver that message to our Republican colleagues. And we hope they heard that message because the power of the purse is the only leverage we have. And if we aren't willing to use it to shut down the border, what use is it? You're the ones in charge of asylum. And yes, President Trump or President Biden could do X, Y, or Z, but it's really up to Congress. When, when President Trump entered the Oval Office, he, he put in the Remain in Mexico policy, he ended the catch and release policy, he did the fundamental common sense things that stem the flow. It was down to a tiny fraction of what it is right now. Jake, 302,000 encounters at the border in December alone. It's the highest number in history. And, and it's going to continue because they're showing no, uh, no, no inclination at all to change it. They have rolled out the welcome mat. By the way, this is costing American taxpayers billions and billions of dollars to house and feed and educate and, and give health care to all these illegals. If you're from one of these poor countries, why would you not make the journey? You, you, why would you not submit your children to that dangerous journey? We don't know what's happening to them on the way. Yeah. This is a humanitarian crisis. We walked through the centers today, Jake. It would, it would make the average American citizen cry to see what's happening here, and it must stop. Right, which is why uh, some people are saying, why not pass the $14 billion supplemental uh, bill that, that President Biden has put before you to at least try to help with some of these that, issues? That won't solve, that no, won't solve any of the solve, problems no. I just articulated. Right, they no, won't no. do a darn thing. Well, no. it, I, I'm sure the people and the Border Patrol agents that, that you're with think it might do something, at least in terms of making their job a little easier for the next month no, or so. No, actually they don't, they don't. They don't want the $14 billion? No, no. I just quoted to you the deputy chief of the U.S. Border Patrol, and he said he doesn't need more buckets. In other words, he doesn't need more personnel to handle the flow. He needs to turn the flow off. That's what we're talking about. But, this is not about sending more money down here. It's about yeah. changing the policy, and the White House seems not to understand that. Yeah, but I mean, even President Trump couldn't, couldn't turn the faucet off, right? I mean, I understand your point that he did more well, than, he, than Biden did. He but turned like, the flow down. Yeah, but it, like, it's not, it, he's, it's, a, it's the presidency, it's not... It's not a magician, but let me just ask you. Listen, we have applauded Governor Abbott and all the brave law enforcement officers here on the border in Texas. They're doing their dead level best to protect their citizens, and that's his number one job. The federal government, the White House, the administration refuses to do it. So if you're the governor of Texas or a border state or any governor, you have the responsibility, the right, the constitutional authority to do the right thing and secure your people. So we have applauded him. We stand with him in that resolve and any other governor who's willing to draw the line and take that measure. And remember, everything they try to do, the White House has gone to court to stop. Everything they're trying to do to protect Texans, the, the White House is going to take them to court and, and have it undone. It's, it's madness is the only word that we can think of to describe this. And we hope it trees and I don't know, it comes to an end soon and we're here to make sure that happens. Thank you all for being here. No more money for this bureaucracy uh, of his government until you've brought this border uh, under control. Shut the border down or shut the government down. We are all committed to that. There, there, there is a national security issue that is being uh, taken place here on the southern border, and that's what it's going to take to, to hold this administration accountable. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies. Because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it.
I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Wednesday, 3 January, Year of Our Lord 2024. Thank you for joining us for the late afternoon, early evening edition of the War Room. We've got a lot to go to today, a lot of work to do, and a lot of fights to talk about. We have Catherine Engelbrecht on Victory in Georgia. We've got Dr. Carol Swain trying to get her for uh, either late first hour or second hour about this victory up at Harvard, what it means, uh, and where we really take it. It's only the top of the first inning there. Uh, Alex DeGrasse is going to join us. The brilliant Alex DeGrasse is going to join us to go through victories on these uh, redistricting maps where the war and posse has driven many positive results. So we're going to get into all of it. I've got a lot to do on the border. Ben Burkwam's down there. We're going to try to get a couple of congressmen by phone as they're traveling to other briefings. We're going to deconstruct Speaker Johnson's talk. Uh, just remember, H.R. 2, it appears, and I'll get into more on this a little later, that he has laid a marker down that H.R. 2, the entire passage of the bill by the Senate in the White House, is, I think, in listening to his talk today, uh, is the bottom line that he needs to have and, and to continue government funding after the 19th. Now, there's some like Andy Biggs and others saying not just the passage, the implementation. That's a pretty big ask. Uh, if that's what he's talking about, we're on board because that's a fight worth having. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. We're going to get some congressmen up here traveling around uh, Berkwam. But I want to start with one of my favorite people in the finest surgeon general of any state in the union, Dr. Joseph Latipo from Florida. Kind of blockbuster news today, and I want to make sure this audience gets it first. Uh, Dr. Latipo, you're kind of a revered figure uh, among MAGA and, and Republicans, and I know everybody down in Florida, you've done such a great job there, even people that oppose maybe politically you and, and, uh, and, and Governor DeSantis. But tell us what give me what did you say today about what you're going to do as Surgeon General in Florida about vaccines that have mRNA in it? Yeah, thanks, thanks, Bannon. Well, we've called for a halt to the use of these mRNA COVID-19 vaccines, and the reasoning is simple: you don't have to have majored in biology or biochemistry. These vaccines have DNA in them. Everyone knows what DNA is. They're contaminated with DNA, and that's not necessarily a big deal. But it's a problem with these vaccines because the DNA hangs on with the mRNA and goes into people's cells. So this is a completely different risk analysis than other products that have had DNA. And the FDA knows this, and they have actually specifically told pharmaceutical manufacturers that they should check to make sure the DNA that's coming in is not integrating, is not screwing up our human DNA. You know, a concern that some people intuitively raised early. And the FDA at this point has not provided a drop of evidence that this simple test for integration into the human genome has been performed. And that's crazy. So we called for a halt of the use of these products. Doctor, h help me out here for a second. When 
uh, we've had other experts on or other people on from other uh, uh, streaming services or podcasts, whatever. Uh, the mainstream media immediately, you know, the mediates the world, uh, the, the media matters. It's all of a sudden, you know, we're conspiracy theory guys. We're kooks um, that we're talking about, uh, you know, keeping people away from this tremendous vaccine that saves so many lives. What, what evidence do you point to? Because I know you're a man of science. That's where you came and took the Surgeon General. I think you were at UCLA after Harvard. Yes. You came and took the Surgeon General job under Governor DeSantis because you actually wanted to get this out into the field. What evidence do you point to that backs up your contention? Yeah. Well, the great news here is the evidence has been completely provided by the FDA. So it's their evidence. And the evidence is a combination of their guidance documents in the past that acknowledge the risk of DNA integration and the need to test for it to make sure you're not fouling up the human genome. Their evidence is their acknowledgement that there is DNA in there, and that's been found to be billions of particles, small particles of DNA with each dose in at least one study. And they've acknowledged, because we asked them specifically whether they have tested for this, and they, they gave a non-answer. They talked about a bunch of other things, and they never answered the question, which I infer to mean that they haven't tested for it. So it's literally all their evidence. And I'm not saying, frankly, I think it probably does have some integration at some levels with the human genome, because these vaccines are honestly, they're, they're the antichrist of all products. So I think it probably does. But I, I'm not saying it does. I'm saying that they themselves have said you should test for it. And it hasn't happened. And they've provided no proof that it's happened. And that's that's so wrong. You know, it's just complete disrespect to the human genome and the importance of protecting it and preserving it. And that is our connection to God. Doctor, you're the Surgeon General of the great free state of Florida. We have 49 other states. We have territories, Puerto Rico, Guam. We have other territories. <laughs> Isn't this something that should be done at the federal level? Isn't this something that the FDA should come out? I mean, why is it a Surgeon General of even one of our biggest and greatest and most prosperous states? Why is it incumbent upon you to do this? So what happens to the other people in the other 49 states and the territories? You know, this is the looking glass. I mean, you, you have to remember, we actually have a vaccine now that multiple studies that the federal government is pushing, that multiple studies from different countries around the world have found that the people who take it become eventually at increased risk of contracting the disease that they took it against. That This has been a finding, multiple studies, great journals, not a word of this from the CDC and the FDA. You know, we are, we are living in an alternate dimension in terms of these COVID-19 vaccines and the relationship to reality that the CDC and the FDA have taken. And yeah, I pinch myself too. And many people, other people do too. How can, you know, it's one thing after the other, the changes in the menstrual cycles, the strokes, uh, the myocarditis, the other cardiac issues. It's just one thing after the other with these vaccines. And it just does not matter to the CDC and the FDA. And of course they work with other governments in terms of their similar, their analogous organizations. And everyone's just decided that they're gonna run one big lie and just say, no, 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 I don't see it to anything that they don't like to see. So it, I agree, Steve, it's crazy, it's completely nuts. But you know, fortunately, 
I'm certainly not going to change. And I came here to Florida with my family because there's a governor here, Governor DeSantis, who is willing to stick with whatever the truth is, however uncomfortable it gets. So it's absolutely the right thing to do. These should not be used in, in absolutely shouldn't be used anymore. So you and Governor DeSantis are in sync on this. Uh, now, does this mean that what does it technically mean in Florida? Is Are you going to stop and ban the use of these vaccines? Are you going to tell uh, state-run facilities, schools, which has been so controversial? What technically happens with your, I yeah. guess, proclamation? Yeah, we're working on that. We're going to do everything that we possibly can. And, you know, certainly with our county health departments, um, we should not be offering them. I mean, it's it's literally immoral to be offering these products. And we're going to explore what else that we what else we can do, because it's frankly, it's I mean, it's so wrong for people to be whether it's CVS or Walgreens or some other drugstore or hospital. I mean, it's very wrong for people to be putting this in human beings when the proper testing hasn't been done to confirm that there's no integration of the DNA and the lipid nanoparticles into the human genome. It, it's just, I mean, my kids can probably understand this. And my oldest is 10. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's W-R-O-N-G wrong. Uh, Dr. Fauci does two days of closed door under oath depositions next week on the 8th and the 9th. Um, what would what do you want Congress? We do control, you know, obviously one of the most important branches, the House of, of Representatives. What would you like to see the House actually do to to either stop this or get involved in this? I think two things. I mean, Dr. Fauci is the most slippery scientist who has ever worked in the federal government, probably. And unfortunately, because he has a scientific background that most people, members of Congress, don't have, he's able to slither his way around their questions. Uh, so I would say two things. First of all, they need some more expertise up there in terms of medical expertise and scientific expertise. And second of all, he obviously misled the country in order to preserve his reputation and the reputation of NIH and everyone else who was involved with funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan. I mean, that's wow. just totally obvious. So they need wow. to pin him down in a way that, you know, that he can't slither out of. Hey, Doc, can you hang on? I just want to hold you through the, the break, a short commercial break and come back. I got a couple other questions. Monumental news out of the state of Florida today by the Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Latipo, about the mRNA vaccines. Uh, we're going to go to the border. Uh, we're going to finish with Dr. Latipo. We're going to go to the border. We've got Alex DeGracia talk about redistricting maps, the fight, the fight that you're winning. Um, we got a lot going on today. Fights we're winning, and maybe fights we're not quite winning yet. You ready for a fight? You're in the war room. Man, the ramparts. Back in a moment. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k 
401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action. 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 Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So, Dr. Latipo, what what do you think that the House, uh, you are someone people look to for judgment and discernment. Um, clearly, you would not have issued this, which is kind of shocked. The reverberation of this is just starting in the pharmaceutical industry and, you know, how it's implemented. Uh, and you're calling the FDA out for essentially being liars. Um, so this has enormous implications and urgency. What would you like to see the House? We do control the funding. I know the Speaker of the House has a hard time understanding this, but we do control the funding for these organizations. What would you? What are you calling upon? Since it's obviously an emergency, or you wouldn't have issued this, what would you like to see the House do about the relationship with CDC, FDA, and others that actually have the executive responsibility to do this? Honestly, Bannon, it's a very tough and tall task for the house because what what the what we've seen over the last few years is scientists who have more expertise you know dance their way around and convince people that three-year-olds should wear something on their face and and you know except for when they're sleeping next to each other in preschool and other completely silly and ridiculous things and say with with a straight face so i i think they really need to bring in individuals with scientific expertise dr robert malone dr peter mccullough dr harvey reich there are others who are bona fide researchers with the background, with the expertise. And I think you kind of need a sort of a a committee-like discussion so that when, you know, when Dr. Fauci bobs and weaves or when Dr. Califf bobs and weaves in terms of answering questions relative to the FDA, you know, those questions, those responses can be uh, parsed out because they have been totally dishonest. I mean, you know, you said lies. It's it's even worse than that because I don't even know who they're serving with the things that they've been saying. You know, they're not serving us. I guess they're serving pharma, but frankly, I think it's worse than that. So so I, I, I really think you just need to have the right people in the room and the Congress folks who don't didn't go to medical school or, you know, didn't work in labs for years, they're, they're going to get, unfortunately, circles run around them. I, you know, I, I, I am sad to say that, but honestly, I think that's, that's what's going to no, happen. Just, we just don't have, no, we don't, online. we don't have the, we, we don't have the professional training. Would you volunteer if it could be worked out? Would you volunteer actually to sit in and be one of the people to, to, to review it and ask questions uh, of Fauci when he's under oath next Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, I mean, I would. But frankly, there are people who, you know, I have my job here in Florida. There are people who know even more in terms of who in terms of the details of these just these misdeeds that he almost certainly I mean, he is certainly committed them. It's just a matter of you know putting the evidence together to, you know, to to make it just so compelling that even he can't weasel his way out of it. So, um, yeah, I certainly would be happy to help. And, um, you know, the country will be better off for it. The world will be better off for it. This has been just the worst assault on 
human everything in my lifetime for sure. So you do recommend Dr. McCullough, uh, Dr. Malone, and uh, and Dr. Harvey Reich of Yale. You would th- those would be three pretty Absolutely. good starters we could put in there. Absolutely, Absolutely. and there are others too who are uh, who are you know very strong scientifically, but you need people like that in the room because you know, you know I mean you are not going to get Dr. Fauci if you do not have sufficient expertise and knowledge of these you know I mean clearly clearly move to cover up the connection between research his institute had funded at NIH and this virus from the Wuhan lab from that Wuhan area so you you need you need very good scientists who are not going to let him get away with all the things he's been getting away with. Dr. Latipo, how do we get the, your book about the story of your life is incredible. How do we find your writings? People want to follow this closely. So where do they go? Thanks. Thanks, Bannon. They can get Transcend Fear. They can find it on Amazon, all the major book, uh, the book sites. And honestly, if it weren't for what I describe in that book, the journey I've had spiritually, emotionally, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. I wouldn't be able to live in in truth, irrespective of you know the, the noise and the consequences. And so, um, you know, I invite, encourage people to check it out, and um, encourage people to follow their own journeys. Dr. Ladipo, I can guarantee you one thing: uh, the mainstream media and the official apparatus of BioPharma are going to be coming at you like they always come at you hard. They're going to be coming at you like no other right now since you've really called them out about this vaccine. So honored to have you on here and look forward to having you back. Thanks, man. I want to point to the FDA's own words when they they do. Unfortunately, they hung themselves. Amen. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Dr. Joseph Latipo, the Surgeon General of Florida and the Chief Medical, really, advisor to Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, big deal. We're going to have some of these, some of the ones he named over the next couple of days on here. It's going to be quite fascinating what happens. Um, do I have Burkwam? Let's go. I got Alex DeGrasse up. We're going to go through these maps, victories that the Warren Posse and MAGA have delivered uh, under really smart guidance on the states. We're winning. Uh, ben, uh, explain to me what happened at the border today. I mean, Johnson gave about a 25-minute speech, and a lot of it was regurgitation, what we already know, and I've been the biggest critic of that. I admit this. However, I did see if I if I understand this correctly about HR two as being the uh, as as being really the 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 the, uh, the thing that has to happen it has to be passed and implemented before any government money I could buy off on that because that won't happen the Senate won't won't approve it the White House will reject it so we're going to shut down the government on the nineteenth did you hear the same thing I heard or maybe I maybe I heard it differently. Yeah, I, I heard it, but, uh, you know, just to give an idea of uh, how, where we're heading into this, I asked the question directly. I said to the group, do me a favor. Can I get a, a show of hands? Who is willing to shut down the government until we shut down the border? And I could tell that question was a really uncomfortable question. Uh, they changed direction. They changed the topic. They basically said, we're not there to talk about that yet. And so ultimately, I sadly, ho, ho, I mean, I've interviewed ho, ho, several ho, people slow here. Down. Sa- many no, of the, slow Congress, down. the, the representatives slow, slow, said hang on. they will slow down. they will vote to shut down the government until the border shut okay. down. The problem is, and I think uh, this is wisdom. I, I spoke to Congressman yeah. Self. He, I said, what do you think is going to happen over these next weeks? He said, I think we're going to see a budget where we see more Democrat vote, Democrats vote for it than Republicans. 
and that's sad for America. And sadly, unless you can get some of these rhino Republicans to stand with the rest yeah. of the Republicans, uh, I, I, I sadly think he may be right. And that's the death of our country if, you know, it ultimately comes back to 2025, the election of 2024 okay. and 2025. It, you know, it's, and it really comes down to okay. rhino Republicans that aren't willing to stand up for this country. Okay, uh, give me that again real quickly because I'm going to play the clip. i got about 30 seconds before I go to this clip. Uh, did you sh ask a show of hands of the congressman of who is prepared to shut down the government or just other of the spectators that were down there? No, I asked, the, I asked it directly to uh, Speaker Johnson. I was the first question asked, and I, I, that was the question I asked. I said, can I see a show of hands who there is willing to shut down the government in, uh, until the border is shut down? Okay, hang on one second. Let's go to CNN and watch the clip. We're going to come back after the commercial break with Ben Burkwam. But you, I guess my question is, is if you don't get H.R. 2, that's it? You're not willing to, let's say, let's say there was, I mean, I've seen the White House and the Democrats in the Senate go in your direction on this issue more than I've ever seen Democrats uh, go in your direction. And I've been in this town for a little longer than you. I've seen President Bush try to do this. I've seen President Obama try to do this. Uh, and it always comes down to the House Republicans and what they're willing to accept. You would turn down a compromise that was not 100% of HR2? Uh, Jake, I'm not going to answer hypotheticals because they've not sent us any uh, any any suggestion yet. There's there's no uh, draft bill, but I would tell you, I don't care if they call it HR2. I do care about the provisions that will seal the border. I don't think now's the time to do comprehensive immigration reform because, to your point, it's very complicated. It's very complex to do. But we can seal the border. We could do it overnight. The president has the existing authority under existing federal law to do that, and he refuses to do it. Secretary Mayorkas has administered this. He's in charge of operational control of the border. And what we see here is absolute mayhem. It, 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 this is not a Republican or Democrat issue. Right. It affects every American and every citizen along here. That's, so, that's, why, that's who they need to listen to. The argument is that there's only so much a president can do. Even Donald Trump could not seal the border. Even when the Remain in Mexico policy was in place in 2019, there was still a migrant crisis. There was still a crisis uh, at the border. And you might remember all those uh, TV ads that Donald Trump ran in 2018 about the caravan heading uh, into the United States. Uh, a lot of people say this needs to be solved by Congress. You're the guys that write the laws. You're the ones in charge of asylum. And yes, President Trump or President Biden could do X, Y or Z, but it's really up to Congress. When, when President Trump entered the Oval Office, he, he put in the Remain in Mexico policy, he ended the catch and release policy, he did the fundamental common sense things that stem the flow. It was down to a tiny fraction of what it is right now. Jake, 302,000 encounters at the border in December alone. It's the highest number in history. And, and it's going to continue because they're showing no, uh, no, no inclination at all to change it. They have rolled out the welcome mat. By the way, this is costing American taxpayers billions and billions of dollars to house and feed and educate and, and give health care to all these illegals. If you're from one of these poor countries, why would you not make the journey? You, you, why would you not submit your children to that dangerous journey? We don't know what's happening to them on the way. Yeah. This is a humanitarian crisis. We walked through the centers today, Jake. It would, it would make the average American citizen cry to see what's happening here, and it must stop. Right, I, th which is why uh, 
some people are saying, why not pass the $14 billion supplemental uh, bill that, that President Biden has put before you to at least try to help with some of these that, issues? That won't solve that no, won't it's not, solve it's any of the problems no. I just articulated. Right, no, that no, won't no. do a darn thing. Well, no. it, I, I'm sure the people, the Border Patrol agents that, that you're with, think it might do something, at least in terms of making their job a little easier for the next month no, or so. No, no, actually they don't, they don't. They don't want the $14 billion? No, no. I just quoted to you the deputy chief of the U.S. Border Patrol, and he said he doesn't need more buckets. In other words, he doesn't need more personnel to handle the flow. He needs to turn the flow off. That's what we're... For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits, and it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that, without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. And use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code FRIDAY76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, I told you this morning, you want to fight, you're going to have a fight. And this is going to be a big one. So, uh, so uh, lace them up, lace them high and lace them tight. Uh, it's both the out-of-control spending, $2.6 trillion of just deficit, $2.6 trillion since they signed uh, the, uh, basically the death warrant, or Kevin McCarthy signed his own death warrant with McHenry back in, what, late May or June? We passed $34 trillion last night. As we told you, War Room, you heard it first, back in, I think, November when we were just penciling out the math in early November that we would pass it sometime in December. Well, we did it. We did it. And now you've got this fiasco on the border that they refuse to address. They refuse to address the spending. They're giving you happy talk and spin. They refuse to address the invasion on the southern border. And I don't think today, I can tell you the live stream that the War Room Posse watched, uh, they were very unimpressed. Uh, make sure, but we have to understand. Uh, the other thing I want to put a pin in, I'm going to get to it more probably in the next hour, Ukraine. They're plotting on Ukraine right now, and they're going to hold your border. They're going to hold your border uh, hostage. Speaker Johnson, let me just give you a warning shot across the bow, bro. Uh, you try to push Ukraine money before that border is sealed. We will count your speakership in days, not weeks. Let me repeat that. You try to, you, tr- you crater. To what I know what they're doing with you down in uh, the National Security Council and everything like that. They're getting you in there with you're not staffed up. You really don't understand this. You do not understand what's going on because you're not trained for it. 
He didn't serve in the military. He really don't have any background on this. They got Austin, these guys, putting the fear of God in you about what's happening in Ukraine. And if you're going to sit there and try to get any billions of dollars and say it's some sort of national security, the vital national security interests of this nation, brother, is on that border you were at today. It is not on the Russian-speaking eastern border of Ukraine. That is not in the vital national security interest. And if you're sitting there and telling me we just added a trillion dollars in 105 days and $2.6 trillion, of which, no offense, brother, you voted for it. I know you're in leadership, but you voted for it. And in under six months, and you're going to sit there and start talking about hundreds of billions of dollars in Ukraine, your speakership days will be numbered because we'll come as hard as we have to come. We will not let this happen. This audience won't let it happen. This posse will not let it happen. MAGA will not let it happen. We're not getting bait and switch with any kind of happy talk in this. These, these issues are pretty clear. Make sure you go to birchgold.com right now and get the end of the dollar empire because you're seeing it in real time. We've been working on this for two years. I put the first one out two years ago, and it's accelerating at an accelerating rate. Congressman Matt Rosendale from the great state of Montana joins us now by phone. Congressman, I'll be brutally frank. Uh, and we had the heroes, Crane, you, Gates, Biggs, Good, down there that fought these tough fights that even give us a little traction. But the audience here was vastly overwhelmed, underwhelmed by the happy talk they, they heard. And particularly this, this HR, if HR2 is going to be it and the implementation of HR2, no more money for the government, we can get in back of that. But that's not really what we heard, and we didn't hear it strongly enough, sir. And you're spot on, and that's why we took and went down a day early, Steve, so that we could see the um, unsanitized version of what's going on. All of us have had several trips down here. What we're trying to do, we know what's going on. We've seen it. We saw the people coming across the river again last night. We were down by the Rio Grande from 8.30 until about 10 o'clock last night. Saw several dozen more people coming across the line, okay, coming across the river. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter how many people you send down to the border, how many members of Congress you send down to the border, how many times they take a look at it, how many times they put the images on television, if you are not willing to take the tough votes in order to change the policy that must be implemented in order for us to secure that border, then everything else doesn't matter. That's why we were down there. We are willing to stand up and say, shut the government down until our southern border is secure. It is a national security threat. It is an imminent threat to our, to our country. There, was, there were law enforcement people down there that said, this isn't an immigration problem any longer. This is a slave trade problem. They've got, in the Del Rio sector alone, Steve, the cartel is making $32 million a week by the, by the people that they are trafficking into our country. And, and we don't know who is amongst them. I assure you, the cartel... They're not being selected. They're not vetting people to find out if they're going to be good citizens of the United States at some time in the way distant future. They just want to get their money. It is a commodity. And again, you can send as many members of Congress to the southern border that you want to. And if they aren't willing to take the vote to shut down Washington, D.C., until our border is secure, then everything else is nothing but background noise. 
Let me answer because you got the Hassard rule. You need about I don't know the math, 112, 113. You you had today 60 members down there. They at least had to have enough interest to go down. Do you think anybody's mind was changed about the tough nature of the calls we have to make to basically say we can't have any more happy talk? This is a national security crisis. It's an urgent matter that must be addressed before all others. Do you think you convinced people in your conference that would have, you know, the the uh, the hard aids back on this? I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. When I see the um, the terrible things that are taking place across our country, I mean, we sat down with one law enforcement fella, and he said, "This is like a Boeing jet going down every day with with." 370 people on board and crashing because of the fentanyl deaths that are taking place in our country every year. 370 deaths a day, a jet crashing every day. And if, and if Boeing had a jet that went down every single day, by the end of the week, the entire fleet would be, would be grounded. And yet we have this taking place on our southern border that's allowing those very lives to be taken, and we don't have members of Congress up in arms to the extent that they're willing to say, this is such a national security risk, we need to shut down the government and and make sure that this is the number one priority. But I just don't know Uh, if, 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 if it was impressed upon them. Congressman, what is your uh, what's your social media? How do people follow you on this? Because this is going to be a firestorm between now and the evening of the nineteenth. Rosendale, all my social platforms. If they're going off on the unofficial side, it's mattformontana.com, Matt F O R Montana.com. The posse is the only people across this nation that are going to help us make a difference to turn this around. Uh, Congressman, thank you so much. Honored to have you on here. Thanks for having me. Let's go back to the border. Thanks. Thanks, brother. Uh, Let's go back to the border. Ben Burkwams with one of the leading House members, Congressman Mark Green. Uh, Ben, uh, is Congressman Green booted up? I just want to ask him a question. Congressman, is is the sense of coming? Hey, Congressman, you're obviously one of our favorites. But is is H.R. 2, Thanks, is that now, is what we're saying, it's either H.R. 2 or we're shutting the government down. We don't need any more happy talk. We need H.R. 2 and the implementation of what you guys have worked on. I think there are several people at that point. I think there are also several people. You know, there are things in H.R. 2 like uh, cutting down the, the salt cedar trees, uh, you know, Things like that that, okay, if we don't do that, as long as we do remain in Mexico, we fix the asylum definition back to what it is in the INA, we detain people, put them in detention, you know, those things that will actually be deterrents. Um, There are probably a few in this crowd and maybe others that didn't make the trip that would be okay with cutting the deal to get those. But I think the vast majority of Republicans have got to see remain in Mexico and all those things that work and that are in H.R. 2 uh, actually stay. You know, um, I'm also very concerned about the ability to recruit and retain these Border Patrol agents. So something we put in there is a retention bonus. Um, I, I'd like to see that stick. But, you know, whether we cut some uh, cedar trees down, which is in HR2, I'd love to see yeah. it done. Uh, Border it. Patrol wants it done. But I don't know that that's a game changer if I can get the others. Yeah. Let me ask you, you're, you're people, look, people look up to you because you're head of Homeland Security. As head of Homeland Security, 
just tell us what your perspective is. What do we need to do to make sure? Because this is a national security issue anymore. This is not an immigration issue. What does Mark Green tell us right yeah, now that we, ha- we must do? Yeah, definitely not an immigration issue. This, this is a border policy issue. Look, under President Trump, we had uh, much tighter control on our border. And what happened is, is, you know, Mayorkas and Biden came into office. They did away with all those po- policies that worked. They, they instituted catch and release, alternatives to detention, all those things, and the mass waves of people came. And then the cartels said, hey, we're going to take advantage of this. So they mass people at the crossing sites, make billions of dollars, by the way, doing it. And, and then that causes uh, CBP to have to be concentrated into one spot, and then they flood the fentanyl across the southern border. So uh, what, what we've got to do is take care of the guy who has put the nation at you know, basically – there are dead Americans because of these policies, hundreds of thousands of them. And Mayorkas has to be held accountable. We're, we're going to start an impeachment process on him on 10 January and uh, try to get rid of him. He's got to go. Is that your committee is going to do that? Yeah, it's interesting, uh, Steve. The, the, when Marjorie Taylor Greene took her privileged motion to the floor and eight Democrats voted, or I'm sorry, eight Republicans voted against it, um, it was actually done through a motion made by the Democrats to put the impeachment in my committee. So it was actually the Democrats' idea to have his impeachment apparently done in my committee. And so we now are empowered by that House vote on the floor of the House, and we're going to execute that. We finished up our five-phase investigation, so the due process issues that were a problem for some of those eight that voted no have been solved. We finished the due process. Now we're going to summarize that in the impeachment process, mark up a bill, and go forward with it. Congressman, help me out here. You're in the fight club in the war room. You know we love to fight more than anything. I just got to ask you, how are we? We're impeaching Biden, right? And obviously that's got to happen. You're now going to start the impeachment of Mayorkas. These are not small things. These are historic things. No, No DHS secretary has ever been impeached or in the process of impeachment. How are you then going to negotiate? Who are you supposed to negotiate with as the leading member of the House on on Homeland Security when we're talking about how we secure the border? You have two guys you're saying basically should be removed from office and sent to trial in the Senate to be removed from office because they're not upholding the law. How then can you sit there and negotiate with those guys? I'm not saying don't do the impeachment. I'm just saying we're in a situation where you don't have the basic – you don't trust these guys enough. You want to – to send him to trial in the Senate to remove him from office. So how do we actually negotiate? Who are we supposed to negotiate with? Well, we negotiate with the administration, right? And uh, they've got deputies. So if we throw these guys out, someone will step in and be the deputy. Um, so there'll be somebody to talk to. It's not like the, the job is going to be vacant. Um, there will be an appointed uh, person to sit in that, in that job. Um, so, yeah, I... I I have a duty to the people of Tennessee and the people of this country to, to hold this guy accountable for what he's done. And I intend to do that. You know, I get the argument, the devil you know is sometimes better than the devil you don't. If you get rid of Mayorkas, then they send someone in who's no. worse. That's very possible. Oh, no. But but this oh, no. guy's killed no, Americans no, no. with we his want policies. It. We want it. He's, uh, you know, led to the human trafficking, yeah. aiding and abetting the drug cartels no. to make it, tens of billions of it, dollars creating criminal networks all across our country. Great reporting uh, about how the Honduran cartel has connected with the drug 
uh, or the uh, gangs in San Francisco to create this yeah. crime nexus run by the cartels. I mean, this is all happening under Mayorkas's watch. I have a duty, yeah. and that by duty way, we, is to hold him accountable, and I'm going to do that regardless. Uh, we, that's what we, I'm we, to we, do. We, a thousand, we a thousand percent uh, support you. We're going to give you social media. Thank you very much, Congressman Green. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit TaxNetworkUSA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Birch Gold. Make sure you're going to be in this fight. You got to be at the ramparts. You got to understand fully what's going on. End of the dollar empire. That is BirchGold.com/slash/Bannon. Get it. Read it. Uh, we'll start breaking down. I'm doing the fifth installment right now. It's totally free, including talking to Birch Gold about the underlying forces that's driving gold to all-time highs. We're not here to give you financial advice. We're here to lay out the macro that drives finance and drives the economy. So make sure you go check it out. Um, ben Burkwam, I want to say Mark Green, he cut to the chase. Get the things in HR2 that you need to secure the border Get them passed, get them implemented, boom, and then we can talk about money. Folks, it is the 3rd of January, brother, uh, Burkwam 2024, midnight on the 19th, folks. Money runs out for the illegitimate Biden regime. That looks to me like, I don't know, is it 16 days, 15 days? But it's not a lot of time. And they're not even back. They're not even back till next Tuesday. So, Ben Burkwam, your assessment of the border, you've lived down there, brother. Uh, tell me what your thoughts were about Johnson's uh, speech. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that is really what it is. Uh, do they have the, the, the wherewithal, the fortitude, the balls, the courage, whatever you want to call it, to do that? Uh, Car- Congressman Green 
is strong. He's a veteran. He loves this country. He's 100% right. And we have we have many fighters like him. But the sad reality is there are a bunch of rhinos out there. And so, as you mentioned, we've got 16, 15, 17 days, wherever we're at now. It's all kind of blended together to stop this, to stop the invasion of our country, to save this nation. And it really comes down. This is why the posse is so important. It is up to you guys. If you're in one of these wishy-washy Republican districts, you need to let them know. You need to make their lives miserable from now until then. And even some of the Democrats, there are some Amen. there are some Democrats who are starting to hear it from their constituents. And I believe they could change. I believe if if, if you get some of these, uh, I believe we I could agree. start seeing that. But they have to they have to hear it every single day from now until then and through 2024 that America comes first. Amen. None of this ever happens again. Ben Burkwam, uh, thank you for hanging out. I want to thank the John Solomon Show for allowing you to stick around. I know you got a big interview there. Uh, give me, uh, where can people get you, particularly tonight? You're going to have great coverage and tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Solomon. Uh, at, at Ben Burkwam on social media. I've got great new video. I've got so much content we haven't even had time to put together. Uh, i got some great interviews with uh, Gates and uh, and uh, Biggs and uh, and uh, Eli Crane and, and all the rest, Rosendale and the rest of them. So stay tuned for that. And then americasvoice.news, of course, frontlineamerica.com. So stay tuned. Got a ton of stuff coming. And the John Solomon Show follows us right here in our 5 o'clock hour. They follow us at 6 at RAV. Uh, thank you very much, Ben. appreciate it. Yes, Great sir. Great work. Thank you. Congressman Green came in, came in hot. I'm just saying, don't be, don't be, don't be getting weak on Ukraine. We're not sending any money over there. Let me repeat that. We're not sending any money over to Ukraine. The money laundering operation, the the child uh, trafficking, the organ harvesting, the bioweapons lab, who knows? When we pick that scab, a lot of pus is going to run out of it. Okay, Alex DeGrasse, one of the smartest, toughest young fighters out there. DeGrasse, I needed to have you on tonight because people sometimes don't understand the victories that they're driving. Now, this redistricting fight that you woke everybody up to, what, at the uh, beginning of last year, was one of the central reasons. Our guess is in 22 that we actually won in 22 because we had those big fights over the redistricting in, 20, in early 22. Where do we stand right now? Are we winning? And what does this war room posse need to do? Yeah, so, Steve, thank you for that. We have some major victories over the last 30 days, of course. Not much has been written in the mainstream media. If you remember, I was on the show months ago when there were some headlines about some challenges that sort of had us, you know, sort of talking and worried about it. But if we go state by state, we've got five good victories across states. And then, you know, New York is up in the air, but we feel confident that um, we will work with the with the map that we have, right, which there's nothing wrong with that map, of course. So if we go Florida, first, we talked about that on the show earlier. We just had a higher court in Florida rule that uh, the lower court ruling that was looking at the maps was invalid. It's going to the Supreme Court. We expect that they'll rule in our favor. They have a federal challenge as well, which is waiting to be heard after the Supreme Court ruling if they take it up. Um, Go ahead. Hang on, just just so people just so people understand, this is one that even DeSantis, the guys, kind of took their eye off. Uh, you and others alerted people to it. The war and posse got all over it. What is the base? That's the map that went through twenty two, right? And it had these redistricting, and the people ran into those races. Where does that map that was the map for twenty two? Where does that map stand right now? 
And in grid funding. So there were challenges, of course. You've got Mark Elias and these folks. And I do want to say the National Redistricting Trust, which is our entity that Republicans have put forward to try to catch up, they're doing great work behind the scenes. So in Florida, the map, we feel great. So it's being challenged. We just had the higher court rule that the map is fine. There's, It's going to go to the Supreme Court. We don't know if they'll take it up or not. We're, the federal challenge is waiting to hear on where that stands at the state level. And so right now we're in a holding pattern, but we feel great. So that's handled. Boom, right there. Win as of right now. And if I can go to Georgia. Okay, now that, 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 yeah, yeah, let's go to Georgia. Let's go to Georgia. Give me a minute on Georgia, and then we'll go to break for the, uh, for the 6 o'clock. You're going to stick around. Give me Georgia. Okay, perfect. So federal judge in Georgia ruled because they had challenged that the map that Kemp and the Republicans in Georgia had put up does fulfill the request on the, you know, four new four majority black seats um, in Atlanta. The new map actually is nine to five and actually shores up a Republican. So you don't see that written in Politico. So we've strengthened our hand in Georgia due to their challenge, frankly, that we were able to relook at that. So that's been handled. Uh, that's a big one. So that's done. That was the did that require they had a special session on this? Did the special session help strengthen that or did it just pass it pass muster without that? No, no, so they that special map the special session is what put forward that new map. That new map actually is stronger for Republicans, specifically uh north of the metro area. So uh their challenge of the map that was previously been proposed that we ran on last time actually resulted in us having a stronger map. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Elias, suck on that, bro. Mark, by the way, before we go, give me 10 seconds, 15 seconds on Mark Elias. You're going to stick with me at 6 o'clock. Mark Elias is all over this, right? All over it. I mean, he's the guy, and he's making a fortune, and, you know, they're just challenging everywhere. And, you know, you see with President Trump, sometimes they get through on this stuff. It's brutal. You're brutal. Okay, uh, Alex DeGrasse. The guy that's led the fight been the tip of the tip of the spear in the redistricting is going to stick around. We've got Catherine Engelbrecht about Georgia. Also, uh, Showwater, Brandon Showwater is going to join with us on Mike DeWine in Ohio. We are on fire in the next hour. Stick around. Also going to be some border stuff and maybe some uh, debt. Modern day Holy War. Take us out. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in just a moment. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. 
Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 